0: Hello and welcome to the Frontier Strategy Group podcast series. FSG is the leading information services provider for emerging markets executives. We partner with business leaders at over 200 multinationals by providing them with research, analytical tools, and data that help power their emerging markets' business strategies. My name is Mark McNamee, and I am the Senior Europe Analyst here at our London office, and I'll be moderating today's podcast. Today we will discuss Western Europe's outlook for 2018 with our analyst covering Western Europe, Ethanasia Kokinoyeni. Who has recently published the Western Europe Regional Outlook for 2018, which presents our view for the market for 2018 and beyond. As a reminder, this report and all of our content is available via our portal at portal.frontierstrategygroup.com. So let's begin. Athanasia, nice to speak with you today.
1: Nice speaking with you today, Mark.
0: Good. So, uh, the Western Europe Regional Outlook is uh, out and published and highlights our actually positive view for Western Europe for 2018 and beyond. Can you briefly explain why we have changed our view compared uh, particularly to the 2017 uh, regional outlook, which of course was a bit more pessimistic?
1: Of course. I'll try to be brief on this one. Overall, Western Europe is performing well because of various reasons, but primarily because of its economic fundamentals continuing to improve, that are actually driving a stronger consumer and business demand. First of all, credit growth continues to strengthen, actually, as bank recapitalizations take place, non-performing loans decline, and political risk retreats. In terms of political risk, which was actually a big concern last year, it has actually subsided uh, this year compared to before, after we saw positive outcomes in key elections last year, Dutch elections, French elections, and recently in the German elections. Secondly, we've seen in the market trade improvements and also tourism, stronger tourism, that is actually underpinning employment growth across Western Europe. We see this especially reflected in the strength of the euro lately, as it has been appreciating. Western Europe is actually not the troublemaker it used to be.
0: Okay, that's good news, naturally. So, okay, it's it's sort of important to get perspective on what we mean by sort of, you know better by these improving trends. So should our clients expect, you know, significantly better business conditions in sorry in 2018 compared to 2017 then?
1: Yes, that's a valid question. Although consumer and business confidence have actually improved, the improvements are gradual and slow across the region, and this is important for us to highlight to our clients. Particularly, the politics, the direction of the politics will still determine the 2018 potential, but also the prospects for growth beyond that. And what do I mean by that? Our clients should monitor the implementation of broad reforms not only in the EU, but on a national level, in the big markets, as this will tell them actually if it's worth increasing investment in the region. What do I mean by reforms? Particularly labor and banking sector reforms that can push unemployment lower and actually at a a faster pace than its current rate and can contribute positively to consumer and business confidence.
0: Okay, so uh, improvements across the board, we're, but we're speaking in pretty general terms here, of course. We're talking about Western Europe, which encompasses obviously several countries. Um, to get a little more nuanced and a little more specific, where in particular, so which markets would you say should be in the top of our clients' list, you know, in looking at, you know, growth opportunities in 2018?
1: So the easy one, the first one would be Germany. Um, We have strong economic fundamentals in this market, low unemployment, good wage growth overall for even such a large and developed market, and uh, credit growth uh, is actually helping consumer demand there. Additionally, we have positive developments in government spending, also stronger investment than we have in the we had in the previous years, and also positive exports that contribute to this growth. The second market that I would pick is Spain. Spain is one of the top performing markets in the region, too. The market overall is actually recovering faster than expected. We will see a full recovery of the market in early 2018. That's of course from the financial crisis that we saw in 2008 and 2009. And um, on top of this exports will help and also the past reforms that actually bear fruits. That's why we see higher growth rates in Spain at around three percent this year and slightly less next year and uh, our clients will see broad-based opportunities also for b2c b2b and b2g clients government spending has improved compared to before but actually it remains sluggish as pain has to respect uh, the strict eu deficit targets so maybe improvements will be slower especially for b2g firms
0: mm-hmm. okay so germany and spain uh- interesting they're both opportunities for, but for different reasons clearly so germany as usual stable fairly risk-free returns spain recovering from sort of you know the deep recession that they've had for years uh and and now a pretty fast grower uh, comparatively um how about on the other side of things what are the region's worst performers then
1: So the two markets that our clients should closely monitor for 2018 is Greece and Italy in the Western European portfolio. Let's start with Greece. Greece is a smaller market in uh, the Western Europe portfolio and it has actually similar dynamics to Portugal. We saw Greece being the troublemaker all these years. And actually we see a turn a change lately for Greece in respect to growth prospects as our clients believe that Greece will follow Portugal's and Spain's example and it will offer higher growth prospects going forward. However, For 2018, we believe that this year is going to be a tipping point for Greece. As in summer, it's the end of uh, Greece's loan program. What does this mean? We expect to see positive review. That it means that there has been some progress in reforms. And this could mean a potential for an acceleration for 2019, and even some debt relief. But, of course, there is a low likelihood for a downside. And this will mean renewed risks, not only for Greece, but also across the eurozone, and especially for the weak banking sector that we see still in the region. The second market that our clients should closely monitor for 2018 is Italy. And this is because of two reasons. The one is the still problematic banking sector we see there, pretty high non-performing loans overall, and also the high-risk 2018 general elections that we will see by May 2018. Overall, the health of the Italian banking sector is gradually improving, but we have the elections soon, and the Eurosceptic five-star movement, which is actually increasing, and could reverse this momentum if we see them winning and especially managing to govern, forming a coalition with other populist parties. In case we see this scenario, we expect to see banking risks resurfacing and some contained market panic. Why do we say contain market panic because we still think that even if we see a banking crisis resurfacing in 2018, the European Central Bank would in any case step in to prevent a downside
0: okay so more sort of proactively, what would you recommend for our clients then to um, you know capture the opportunities that you presented earlier uh, in Western Europe as well as of course be prepared for some of those upcoming Uh, potential risks that that you mentioned as well.
1: Yes. Overall, we expect a strengthening recovery for Western Europe, but we don't expect an acceleration for growth. This means that competition will be actually fiercer compared to last year. And this means for our clients that their margins might squeeze even more than last year overall what we suggest our clients to to do first MNCs should try to redefine their offering in this market the market is in a transition and uh, those that actually succeed in doing that this they will manage to get ahead of competition and what do I mean exactly by redefining their product offering first of all adjusting their pricing, according to the value they offer to clients and also according to their customers' willingness to pay. Of course, they should continue to segment customers in this region while working on positioning their products by making sense of all the available channels in this region. Uh, This is related not only to physical positioning but also to e-commerce in particular. After this, they will find a welcoming environment to introduce particularly targeted new products. And uh, after redefining their offering, this is how they will get most return on investment by introducing these products. Of course, to be prepared for the risks, our clients should continue to, to monitor the market consistently.
0: Right. So, okay. Uh, moving away from, um, you know, all those topics we just discussed, we still haven't talked about Brexit, sort of the elephant in the room, of course. Uh, So what about the UK and Brexit?
1: Yes, the UK has distinct dynamics, and that's why I haven't mentioned it so far. And that's why it's a category on its own within our clients' EMEA portfolio. The latest on Brexit is that Prime Minister Theresa May has confirmed a two-year transitional deal until 2021. To achieve this, she should get the unanimous support of the EU27 members, meaning that Theresa May will compromise in the end in some of her commitments
0: for a hard Brexit. Okay, so does this mean that our clients shouldn't then be worried too much about Brexit and everything it entails?
1: Actually, our clients should worry even more about Brexit. We expect lots of U-turns in policies and government commitments in the following years, and a potential disruption in the EU-UK negotiations. Our clients should be prepared for that and protect their businesses through contingency plans, scenario thinking, and consistent market monitoring.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Athanasia. That that wraps it up. Uh, Very insightful, of course. As a reminder to our clients, you can speak with Athanasia or any of the FSG analysts by simply reaching out via your client relationship manager directly. You can also access FSG's reports on Western Europe and our monthly market monitoring reports on our portal at portal.frontierstrategygroup.com. This concludes our podcast. Until next time, we wish you great outperformance in your emerging and developed markets.